Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. to the music box. Happy Friday to all of you. Oh my goodness, my name is Tanya Dallas Lewis. My name, my name is Tanya Dallas Lewis. And I am tickled pink uh, that we are having a show on Friday. Uh, my co-host Logic, the teacher, is joining me live today on Friday. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, how are you doing, brother? I'm good, sister. Did you get some rest? Because you, you said you was tore up yesterday. <laughs> I was, and for those of you who know me well, you know my voice sounds just a little bit scratchy, uh, but it's okay. I just get to have a a different voice tonight, and I think that's kind of fun. So, (laughs) yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. You can have the scratchy voice. I don't think you you. have the voice, but I do. I do. See, then that means you you must not know me that well if you can't tell. (laughs) All right, maybe I just do a good job of hiding it. But I wanted to say hello and happy Friday to everybody. We've got a special show on tonight. It's a a one-of-a-kind thing tonight, and the music that you've heard coming in was so sweet and excellent, wasn't it? Because tonight we're going to be talking about children and the arts and really all things Tony Small. He's a a nationally, really internationally uh, award-winning composer, playwright, Marvin, he's simply doing some amazing things, and you know him pretty well. I'm getting to know him well, but uh, what? My brother. He is is a man. I mean, there's not too many things that he does not do. Uh, I'm trying to get what he doesn't do. (laughs) You know, every week I make up words, so that's my phrase for today. (laughs) What he doesn't do is what I'm trying to get to. Right. Maybe we need to have a show uh, called What Tony Small Doesn't Do. <laughs> right. right. I, think, I think that it would be, be amazing. It would be, be a real short show because he does It would be a really lot. short. Well, we're just really excited uh, to have Tony Small join us in just a few minutes. But, uh, again, special one-of-a-kind music box on tonight. And uh, we want you to join us as we discuss uh, children and the arts, ministry in the outer courts, You might be thinking, what is that? Exactly. Uh, The legacy of the Thomas Dorsey Convention. We're going to be talking about a a few of those things. And also, Tony's going to be having some people call in as well, isn't he, Marvin? Yes, he is. And he, he, um, he, uh, we're trying to get him 
on well we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm so excited. Well, My birthday is so I cool. am too. I am too. I'm excited too. And so I say all that to say the good news travels fast. That's what I always say uh here on the music box. And uh national recording artist, myself, Tanya Dallas Lewis here at the helm. My co pilot is Logic the Teacher. We want to make sure that you help that good news travel fast. So do me a favor right now. Okay, I know it's Friday. Finally you can take a deep breath. <sighs> we can take a deep breath together. <laughs> You made it home through the traffic, and you're ready to chillax, and this is going to be a great way. So I don't care if you have to call up Medea, Pookie, Lottie Dottie, everybody. Let people know that the music box is on right now, live with Tanya Dallas-Lewis and Logic the Teacher as my co-pilot tonight. And I want you to let them know that they should dial in. So the number, just so you have it, before we bring our guest in, is 646-652. 2106, just dial that number, and you can listen. You can help your friends and family, uh, well, not to miss an, an amazing show. Also, if you are not able to call in, no problem. I know some of you guys are listening uh, as you drive in your cars, but those of you who are at home, you can also let them know that they can join us in the chat room or listen online. And that's really easy, too, isn't it, Marvin? Yes, very easy. What do they have to do to listen? You've listened online before. What do they got to do? To listen online, you can click on the link for Blog Talk Radio forward slash the music box 2012, and it will bring you onto the on air lo- uh, page, and you can click on there and you're in. Um, it's real easy to log in. You can log in at the bottom and chat with a brother. I'm going to be uh, loading it up with jokes on the chat room like I normally do. And uh, follow us as much as you possibly can on Twitter also. We're going to be on Twitter and Facebook with the hashtags and everything. So there is no reason for you all to miss out on what we're talking about today. It's going to be a great conversation. It is going to be a great conversation. So we're going to give you a second to do that, and uh, we're going to play just a little bit of music, just a, a little bit of a song to give you guys an opportunity to tell everybody that we're on, and we encourage you again, special, special, extra, extra, read all about it. Actually, I should say extra, extra, hear all about it. Tonight, Joey yeah, Small yeah. is on the air. So we're going to play, actually, a, a song that uh, Marvin composed and I Wrote is on my current CD uh, that got two stellar award nominations, by the way. The title Miracle. This song is called Dance With You. So, you guys, take a deep breath. The commute is over. It's Friday. Happy weekend. Let's listen to Dance With You by Tanya Dallas Lewis, composed by my co host, Logic the Teacher. And then when we return, we will check in our virtual green room, uh, let y'all know what the menu is that Tony is eating, and bring them on out. We've got some great things to talk about right here on the Music Box. You make sure you keep it live.
Ooh. You know I'm a Walmart brother. So, <laughs> what, what's that? I said you know I'm a Walmart brother. You know the chicken. Was yeah, coming. well, and we could all smell it. So yeah, we we um, we had to go get a piece. None of us had dinner. <laughs> Well, typically the way our regular uh, Thursday night Blog Talk Radio show of the Music Box works is in our virtual green room, we always make sure we have a very nice menu uh, for our guest, Tony. And so we, um, you know, today's Friday, and so I don't know if Marvin had time to talk to the staff, but I just, I haven't been feeling well, so I don't know what was in the green room. Marvin, what, what did we have for Tony to eat? Well, you know it's Friday. I had to get sparkling cider because I know that my brother is uh, a very, very devout Christian. So we, we got sparkling <laughs> cider, and, and we, like I said, we had to have the chicken. And are you a mac and cheese guy? Because they put it up there on the table, but I, you know, I wasn't sure. Are you a mac and cheese guy? Soul food, brother. Any soul food. Remember, oh, I come soul from food. That's my brother. See? Oh, Springfield, Illinois, Southern <laughs> Illinois. Now, see, if it was up to me tonight, you would be having pizza. Friday is pizza night. What's wrong with y'all, too? You know, I don't I'm talking to men on the phone because the females, we know Friday night, that means it's, it's, it's you know, it's up for grass night. <laughs> We're off the clock. Life. That's what it is. It's a musician life. We're always eating pizza and fast food. So, you know, on Friday. <laughs> exactly. And eventually. All right, well, we're just so excited to have you, Tony, and I just want to just talk a little bit about you so our Music Box listeners can get to know you a little bit uh, better. As most of you all know, tonight's show is really about children and the arts, but uh, so much more, and so we're going to get right uh, into uh, learning about, well, the world, if you would, of Tony Small. Now, Tony Small has won National Composer and Playwright Awards in three genres, you guys, including, and I, I'm not even going to try to read his entire bio. I'm just going to give you all a taste, including a stellar a National White House Millennium Award, a National Meet the Composer, Maryland State, and the American Composer Forum. Okay, he's he's even been a guest actor on HBO's The Wire. Do you remember that, Marvin? Do you remember The Wire? I'm, I'm trying to pull that up. I'm wondering if it has it on YouTube so I can look at my oh, brother. Oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dwyer won uh, countless uh, awards. Yes, you'll you'll be just just YouTube The Wire. You'll find plenty. Anyway, he continues to keep his finger on the pulse of cultural arts programming by creating performance and visual arts initiatives that have spanned the U.S., the Caribbean islands, and South Africa. (laughs) He has managed performance and cultural arts program in five major cities for 25 years. And if, if I say so myself, Tony looks—he looks good. Twenty-five years, wow. Okay. The say, inter- say that again. The, say Indian, again. <laughs> the Indianapolis Star quotes that the stage becomes class becomes a classroom for kids at the Madame Walker Theater and the Center for the Urban Research Quarterly. Chicago says no one doubts that if Tony has his way, every child who works with him will be one of tomorrow's great leaders, and so, so, so much more. So, Tony, I, I just want to start off with a, a quick question for you. And, again, you know, this this, this interview will go at several different places, and we even, we even have music to play so people can hear some of your work. What inspires you? Why are you the way you are about music, theater, and children? Well, you know, I am. Um... I had a great upbringing in, in music. I mean, I, my mother was a musician, and made me take piano lessons, <laughs> but I certainly enjoyed it. And I think the support that I had as a child, um, as I grew older and started teaching music, 
uh, I wanted every child, especially gifted children, to have that support. Um, you know, you, you grow up in the church, and, and then you start working in the church, and you see so many gifted children, so many gifted youth. Uh, the challenge is that many of them don't have avenues to um, promote and to develop their skills, especially those who are serious about pursuing arts careers. And so uh, I started as a music educator uh, a, lot of, a long time ago <laughs> in Chicago, and um, just ran, ran across all these gifted kids, but um, many of them could play by ear and grew up playing by ear, but they weren't getting into major institutions um, uh, because they didn't have the music reading skills. They didn't. They weren't prepped for major universities, and uh, and so the passion is has especially grown stronger. Uh, I I I want kids exposed to what my own children have been exposed to. What my daughter my daughter is a is a Juilliard grad. And I say that every kid, if they're prepped and if they have a gift, can go to Juilliard. Uh, but it takes an investment um, from them being an early, uh, when, when they're in elementary school, the piano lessons and the ballet lessons and the violin lessons and the saxophone lessons and, and everything else that we introduced her to. That's that's my passion and, and goal for all all children, but realizing that whether they go into the arts or not, the arts is uh, is an invaluable tool to teach children about life and uh, esteem and all the other things uh, uh, that they can learn, and I think lately, last ten years, I really been have really been focusing on edutainment, uh, the power of the arts to to teach math and science, and so it's it's been a wonderful journey, and uh, I'm enjoying this phase of being able to impact um, a lot of youth. Uh, we have 21,000 youth in our programs in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia that I'm responsible for art programming in it, and um, and so um enjoying this part of the journey and and uh, and uh again expanding on, on what we've been doing for many years. Now you 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 used a word that I'm not that quite familiar with. I've heard it before. You said edutainment. Tell edutainment. me what that is. Tell me what that is. Well, you know what? It's nothing new. I mean, uh, when you see Sesame Street, you see edutainment. Uh okay. I, I don't know how many how let me how, how many of you remember uh, Schoolhouse Rocks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where yeah, that, <laughs> uh, uh, conjunction, Johnson, what's your function? Hugging up, yeah, uh, all of those things. Um, you know, that's what we grew up on. Uh, but even ABCs, we don't. Early educators don't teach the ABCs; they sing them. So that's edutainment. And uh, as an early teacher in Chicago public schools and private schools. Uh, I remember kids coming to my classroom in kindergarten who couldn't read or write, but they could quote the latest rap, I mean, uh. for five minutes verbatim. And uh. so I found myself, instead of teaching music um, to kids, <laughs> teaching math and science and reading and writing and uh, making sure that they realize there's a natural connection to all of those things. And that helped me develop a lot of education or edutainment materials and so um, that kind of paved my way to to doing a lot of community programming, running arts programs, starting with um, started with the Urban League, and then went to Loyola University and taught there, ran science programs, and and have been doing it now for again 25 years. So it's um, edutainment, uh, nothing new, but um, a great way uh, to teach kids about more than just the arts. I like that. 
if, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the music box with Tanya Dallas-Lewis. The voice you're hearing is none other than Tony Small. I didn't let you all know, but I'll let you know right now, he is the regional artistic director for the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Washington and the chief executive partner at Artistry Entertainment and Publishing. So my co-host, uh, Logic the Teacher, what, what, what uh, questions did you have for Tony in regards to children and the arts? Because I know you have some. Well, you know the teacher side of me, and you know oh, yeah. I have, have a lot of conversations about the importance of the arts and how research they have so much research saying um how much the arts are important to uh the intellectual capabilities of our children. Um, my name is Logic the Teacher, so I'm really I'm with with the edutainment. So one of the questions that I ask a lot of artists, a lot of individuals I talk to, and Tony's used to this question that I'm about to ask: um, How do we get um, the others, the others, whether it be our politicians, whether it be our um, uh, county workers, whether it be our school systems? Um, to buy into the research that has already been proven that arts are needed in every level of child's development. How do we do that? How, how, do, how do you think we could do that? Well, you, you know, I've been an advocate for years, but I, I think really the paradigm is really shifting. Uh, it's, it's sad that arts is, has been taken out of our schools, um, and because of that, uh, boys and girls clubs, and community programs have now become uh, uh, advocates for strong arts programs. Um, I'm, uh, this is a kind of a new initiative for Boys and Girls Club. And believe it or not, uh, art has always been one of the core areas for Boys and Girls Clubs. But I think we we still need to continue pushing uh, uh, the importance of it. It's uh, there's uh, music is math, music is science. When you're reading music, you're doing. Uh, you're doing math, and they're the only two absolutes. So music and and math, uh, and, and music is the only thing is are the only is one of the only subjects that or not only subjects but uses both left brain right brain simultaneously more than any other subject. So the research is out there; it's been out there for years. Um, it it boosts confidence, esteem. Um, for me, um, it teaches so many life lessons that the show life show must go on. Uh, and and so I, I think we just need to continue being advocates and and pushing the research, and it's already out there. It's been demonstrated, um, and we just have to continue to to do what we do, man, and 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 to to um, demonstrate the power of the arts. And speaking of the power of the arts, talk to me about wonderfully made. Uh, when this, tell me about this song, uh, where it comes from, and and when when you did it. I, I I love the song, the the purity of it. When I first played it here in the studio uh, before the show, Tony, I just it made me stop in my tracks, and it put me in such a place of uh, of peace and just uh, tranquility. Tell me about this song. Sure. Well, you, you know that we as educators, uh, we can't overtly um, proselytize in schools and talk about Christ or talk about um, um, our um, – we, we can talk about our faith. But for me, I take songs and try to make sure there there's a message that I can teach everywhere I, that I go, uh, whether I'm in the public schools or certainly at Boys and Girls Club. And um, the, the Bible does tell us that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And – the kids that I deal with are the kids that need us most. Um, I, I saw a lot of kids always teasing other kids, and um, 
and uh, kids with low self-esteem, uh, our young girls not understanding that they're they're beautiful uh, because of what they see on television. They're always comparing themselves to uh, to what they see, and and they they're not affirmed. And uh, so, fearfully and wonderfully made was created and targeted for our kids who who uh, need to know that they're they're beautiful, they're intelligent. They're um, I always say, hey, I have kids. Uh, start my sessions. Hey, you don't have to look like me. You don't. You're not supposed to look like me. You're not supposed to walk like me. You're not supposed to have my hair or my eyes. And that's what wonderfully made um, it, it was created and written for. And it, it was recorded with uh, hundreds, actually, of our boys and girls club kids. All of them got to come into the studio and and be a part of the recording session. And um, then I picked a few kids from from our performing arts camp as well as kids from different sites in all three states and we recorded it uh made a video and and uh, and it also introduced them to the studio so yeah it's 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 a, it's a song about them being esteemed feeling good about themselves and knowing that that um they're fearfully and they're wonderfully made oh man i love that and i think you know uh we're all educators on the line i just want to announce that today i completed substitute teacher training <laughs> Uh-oh. So, uh, I will be joining you all uh, in the educator uh, realm, if you would, as a as a substitute for music teachers and et cetera. But I I say that to say that I share your passion. I so see this and get this when it comes to music. Tony, you said, and I'm going to shut up because Marvin knows I can talk a lot. But you said <laughs> that the kids that you deal with are the kids that need us the most. And when it comes to music, and you talked about uh, reaching these kids, and as educators, we can't overtly go into the schools and say, you know, Jesus saves or Jesus loves you or, you know, you were made this way because God planned and designed you this way. There's no one like you. You are special. You is important. You is smart. Okay, that's from the health. Okay, but anyway, (laughs) so what a powerful tool uh, that music can be used in this way to reach children so intimately uh, and so personally. I love it. If you guys can't feel the electricity here in the virtual studios for the music box, then I'm going to need you to wake it on up. Right now, we're about to listen to uh, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, uh, composed, written and arranged by Tony Small. Man, you guys take a listen to this, and we'll be right back with more Tony Small. Uh, Marvin, is there any? I'm, I'm going to let you talk now. Is there anything you wanted to say? <laughs> For all of our listeners, I posted up a link that uh, directly goes to research some of the research um, out about the music, about music and the brain. Um, if you're in the virtual chat room, I just posted it up. If you want to do a, a quick read, it's in PDF form, and I also attach it to our Facebook uh, visitors. So I want I want everybody to kind of be advocates. It's really up to us. And uh, Tony is is one is one wonderful advocate that is pushing very hard, but he needs our help. So uh, give it a read. Um, you'll be amazed about the research. Give it a read. It's a music box, and we're talking about children and and the arts, among many other things. Right now, it's one fearfully and wonderfully made. You guys take a listen and keep it locked. Make sure you tell your friends that Tanya Dallas-Lewis is on the air, and you too can call in at 646-652-2106.
Now, if that doesn't bring tears to your ear, to your ears, okay. If it does bring tears to your ears, please call me. If that doesn't bring tears to your eyes, I don't know what else will. Uh, a lot of children, especially those who are affected by poverty, um, music has so much to do and, and, and can be used with how uh, to determine how these kids or kids are steered and how they turn out when it comes to them becoming responsible members of society and the contra- contributions that they make. So while I'm sitting here listening to this wonderful song, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, uh, that was arranged and composed by special guest Tony Small today, it just, Marvin, I don't know about you, but it just sent like shivers of hope, uh, empowerment, and inspiration uh, for me I to become an advocate that. as well. I love that in his eyes a masterpiece, brother. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, 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 you know, I think the most important thing is uh, I really do deal with the kids who need us most. I mean, every time I hear that song, I think about the kids who are in the studio. On a weekly basis, I have kids that we might take home and can't find their parents in the middle of the night that who are on, on field trips with us. I, I was, did something with um, Darren Atwater and the Sofa Symphony. And we had kids that we couldn't find their parents. Oh, and, God. Um, and we, I, I've committed uh, a teen to uh, in, to a mental health ward uh, this year. I've um, uh, I have kids who just have unbelievable problems that come to us that we become their surrogate parents, and uh, uh-huh. it really is a mission and it's a calling. And so every time I hear this, I realize, okay, this is what these kids need to hear. And, and so when they're out with us, we're um, they're, they're looking at our lives. We're their parents. And um, so it, it is a calling and it's, it's a mission. But, um, again, when I look at the video, I know I know the kids who who are struggling and um, and who are having challenges. And so, um, yeah, that's this. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it still brings tears to, tears to my eyes as well. Um, totally for me too. And this is uh, well really the third or fourth time I've heard it, but today, you know, to to, uh, to be impacted by it. And, you know, you said something interesting, and, again, you two are educators as well, so you know this. Children need a significant relationship in the home. And, Tony, again, you're saying what you said about you, you deal with some of the kids that need us the most. I tweeted that out, uh, you know, on Twitter, uh, but, it, but it, is, it is so true. And so I say that to say I'm so thankful for people like you who recognize that need and are moved with co-passion, or as we say it, compassion, com- compassion, but it's really co-passion uh, for these kids, and get in there in the trenches, trenches and uh, um, make some changes. I, I, Marvin, I just, I'm speechless. Yeah, I, I, Tony, that's a wonderful, very wonderful song, and one of the most important things that I've heard Tony say in his speeches to our kids, I've been lucky for him to come and speak to our kids at um, Drew Freeman. Shout out to Drew Freeman. I know we ain't, it's, it's not shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I wanted to make sure that everybody knows that Tony says something all the time when he's saying his speeches, and he said it today also. Invest. Invest. Oh, a lot of times wow. people say invest means money. It means a return financially. It means a return. I give you a service. You get something back. But investing in your kids is the ultimate. I mean, there is nothing, I mean, when you, immediately. And and what I think of, I think of what my grandfather told me, son. Son, you're, 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 I used to wipe you when you was in your diaper, so I need you to wipe me when I get in mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> if, we don't, 
If we don't invest in the kids, I mean, we, I mean, they're our future. They will be our caretakers at, when we can't, you know, take care of ourselves. And more importantly, they will be able to carry our legacy. So, exactly, um, exactly. And you know what? Now, now that's a great segue because you know what? I I also think that it is the church's job as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Go I am, and this is my other passion, and and um, here's where I'm going to get into trouble. <laughs> Uh, because I, I'm tired of churches coming to church and preaching to one another and right. singing to one another and mm. then leaving out, and that's where the outer court ministry comes. Um, mm-hmm. I, when, when I see churches and their communities are falling apart and see the people come in and then they leave and there's no outreach, there's um, and, and I, I keep challenging churches to adopt a community center, to adopt a boys and girls club, to adopt a nursing home. Uh, I, I, I see artists come trying, or, or singers and musicians, they want to get in the house, in, into church, and they want to sing, but you never see them come to schools or see them coming to, to the nursing homes to share their songs. Uh, uh, and the church has a responsibility um, to go beyond their four walls and to um, to reach out to the community. Because I'm sorry, these kids, my kids are never going to show up in your churches. Wow. They're never going to come. Their parents are not going to bring them. Um, they are not going to come to church. It's our responsibility to go. To go. It, when, when the you know Mark four sixteen and fifteen, go ye into all the world and and preach the the good news, the NIV version. Well, that's our responsibility. After we leave church and get fired up on Sunday, then what are we doing? Uh, uh, are we too busy to to meet the needs that are in the community, especially especially when we've been blessed and God has been good to us, and we can see the needs. But where is the church in outside of the uh, – uh, what are they doing uh, when they leave church on Sunday? And, and that's right. another, uh, another passion that I have and, and a challenge that I have to, to churches and pastors. This year I'm, I'm challenging 100 churches to adopt a Boys and Girls Club oh, to, uh, or a community or literally adopt them to send volunteers, to send resources. We're sending kids, these kids, to tell their story at churches. And so it's one of our next campaigns. But I'm I'm t- I'm challenging the church to go outside of their four walls and do more community outreach. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Tanya Dallas Lewis, National Recording Artist, and my co-host, Mr. Logic the Teacher. We have Tony Smalls. He is the Regional Artistic Director for the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Washington and the Chief Executive Partner at Artistry Entertainment and Publishing, and so much more. Uh, National composer, playwright, award-winning, recognized by the White House, the Stellar Award uh, Music Association. You guys, please call in. We do have a caller. Marvin, I'm going to let you take your your comment, but please, please, please call in if you have uh, questions or input. We'd love okay. to. I know Tony would love to hear from you. The number is six four six six five two twenty one zero six. And again, just press one if you'd like to chime in. Go ahead, Marvin. Stay right there, Tony. Where you were talking about churches, I like when we talk about church um, because I have the same. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I feel like it's pivotal for, for the churches to go out. And I was listening in my car yesterday to um, uh, WHUR, who plays Tanya all the time. Shout out to WHUR. Okay, That's so right, the, Jackie Gilles. Well, right. Sorry. All right, so um, they were having, and I love their set. I, I think it's called, it's from 7 to 3. I think this is, what is it? This is, they have a radio show. I forgot what it's called. But they were talking about Bill Cosby's niece, I believe, her book just came out. 
And her book is discussing some of the same things that you were talking about, it's the same sentiment that the churches need to get out. What are some, I mean, because this is my first time hearing that you can actually adopt a Boys and Girls Club, uh, what are some uh, steps that churches could and should take toward adopting, like like you said, a Boys and Girls Club or um, getting out more to the youth in some form or fashion, Tony? Do you have some advice for Ministry sure, leader. it's it, it's really easy. Number one, uh, we we have a three step plan. We just simply invite churches to allow one of our kids who sing. Um, actually, they sing most of my songs. If they don't do that, they every church I've been to sings "I Am." I am what God says I am. But with Moret Clark, yep. uh, we <laughs> we invite them to invite our kids to lead one of those songs or to simply do a three minute speech about how the Boys and Girls Clubs has changed their life and to take an offering. And then also adopt by sending one volunteer every month to our to a club, churches of thousands thousands of members, uh, for them to be able to get one member, which is twelve people, to simply come and volunteer to read to help with homework. Uh, certainly, we want more than that, but um, it, that's it. That's it. There's no other obligations except we need we need volunteers. Uh, we always need resources as far as paper and supplies, but um, yeah, simply take a donation. And that goes towards uh, funding our kids. Uh, our our membership fee for Boys and Girls Club is twenty five dollars a year for kids who come every day. We feed them snacks, we do field trips. That's unheard of. There's, <laughs> and and then we take care of them all. Um, and we really, it is a home away from home. So it's it's an easy it's an easy way to be involved in uh, a program that is close to you. There are twenty one Boys and Girls Clubs in the D.C. Maryland. Virginia area that are uh, under our direction uh, uh, of the greater Washington. And so you can find a Boys and Girls Club and volunteer and sign up today. Simply send me an email, and um, we'll get you going. Or call the uh, local Boys and Girls Club of greater Washington. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's amazing. I'm so glad that we got to talk about that here on the show. I'm going to go to the phone lines. Uh, Area code 773, you're on the air with Tanya Dallas-Lewis on the music box. Did you have a question or comment for our special guest, Tony Small, today? I guess that will be me. Uh, This is Eric David Townsend. I'm actually a (laughs) long-time friend. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, we go way back, way back. Uh, I remember Benna Camp. Uh, I was actually the camp director at Benna Camp, one of uh, Tony's uh, Millennium uh, uh, projects that was recognized by the White House. I want to say that um, uh, what people I think are misunderstanding, and Tony, I want you to comment on this or not, is that um, there's a power that comes uh, with kids understanding that I'm not just there because I have to be. I'm not just there because somebody paid me. And I know the difference between a loving touch uh, and a harsh word. Mm. Um, How how important is it, Tony, for uh, young people and then adults to understand that these young people are just looking for somebody to love them? Amen. And by the way, if Eric Eric is one of my, you know, I have all these sons and little brothers all over the country now. <laughs> I, I always say that there's literally, if, if there's literally not an artist that one of my program participants is not either playing for, or producing, 
Eric's a radio <laughs> radio announcer in Chicago. He's an artist, a singer, a producer, and uh, I'm glad you're on the line, bro. <laughs> We're glad, uh, glad to be here, man. Now, answer my question. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and comedian? Oh, God. Uh, see, now you made me forget that. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, it, it is so important. Uh, exactly. They did. You know what? Kids can read you like a book. Bottom line, especially our kids. In the yeah. they they know where you're coming from. They know, uh, and so when you're genuine, you're a person of character and integrity. They know. Um, uh, I, I always say you don't have to be from the hood to to minister to kids from the hood because I'm certainly not. Uh, that's not my background. I I feel blessed and privileged to had to have had a, an incredible father and incredible mother in my life. Yet, um, um, kids know when you're for real. And 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 when you love them, and when you're showing genuine love, and you have care and compassion for them, and I think that's that's what make, what makes the difference. So when people say, "Well, I'm I'm not from the hood, and I I don't know how to minister," yeah, just come in and 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 bring love, um, and and um, and kids will will reach out to you, and will will receive God's love uh, and receive the love that you bring to them. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for calling in. Nice to meet you, by the way. <laughs> Pleasure's mine. <laughs> oh, he's now he's going to be here this this summer. He's going to be helping running programs. He's going to be at the Thomas Dorsey Convention, doing some things with all of us. So I'm looking right. forward to a great reunion. Make sure so you hook means- up with us, brother. What's that? Right. Yeah. Make sure he hooks up with us because we'll, we'll be oh, working yeah. Oh, yeah. So. We sure oh, absolutely. Be It'll be a joy to be out there. It sure Excellent. will, and you know what? It, it'll, it'll, it, that's an excellent segue to where I was going next anyway, which is the Thomas uh, Dorsey Convention. Uh, Marvin and I, well, me, because Marvin has already uh, met and worked under Dr. Ulysses Moyer, but we had the opportunity to uh, go to the home of Dr. Moyer and uh, talk with him about the Thomas Dorsey Convention. And so we've got about 15 minutes left in the show, and I definitely want to make sure I talk about uh, the Thomas Dorsey Convention. And, Marvin, by the way, I talked to Dr. Moyer today. He said, you have my registration papers for the, the, the his <laughs> chapter, I mean, for his choir chapter? I Is guess I do. Pop has spoken. He doesn't speak too many times, so, yeah, I, I have. <laughs> all right, you just hold on to my papers. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> But if you're just tuning in, it's Tanya Dallas Lewis right here on the Music Box. And we have an amazing show today. Tony Small, nationally, really internationally, award-winning composer, playwright. Uh, D.C.'s own. We claim you, okay? (laughs) Tell us about the Thomas Dorsey Convention. And for those, let me just segue by saying a lot of people, Tony, and I talked to Dr. Moyer about this as well, they've heard of the GMWA, but they don't know what the Thomas Dorsey Convention is. Talk about that. Exactly. Well, you know what? Number one, all, GMA came out of uh, Thomas Dorsey it did. Commission. It sure it, did. Yeah, it, it's it's the father or mother of of all the other workshops, and um, you know the, the people don't even know enough about Thomas Dorsey. They're familiar with Precious Lord, Take My Hand, but right. you know he's which one of the first. Yeah, that he wrote and and a thousand other songs. Right, uh, literally, Some as he well as up. being the first. What's that? Some he made up and didn't even type. Just make up yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, along with, you know, he's the first African-American actually in the Nashville Hall of Fame. So, you he know, sure is. He, he was sure a former blues, blues player for Ma Ramey. And this is just an incredible history. But, yeah, it's a great workshop. And it's, it's actually these days called the National Convention of 
of um, gospel choirs and choruses, but um, uh, traditionally known as the Thomas Dorsey Convention and Workshop. We have a new division this year that's going to combine with all of the other divisions, and um, and I wrote a grant, uh, and um, they're actually, see, back to Boys and Girls Club, they're collaborating for the first time with Boys and Girls Club this year. Right? Right. Our kids will be exposed to the genre of gospel music. So we wow. will have hundreds of kids there. We have a new division called the Outreach or Outer Court uh, that's being launched under Dr. Um, Dr. Moye and known uh, as Pops to everybody because <laughs> yeah. he's such an innovator and, and a leader. And um, so there's a youth conservatory um, where kids can come and, and, and get trained uh, in um, all uh, all areas of music, both brass and woodwinds and strings and, and percussion, have some great, great teachers um, uh, that will be teaching um, and so encouraging kids to come and, and, and to enjoy. And, again, um, Eric is is going to be there, Eric Townsend from Chicago. Marco Montbia, Mar- I think he's on the line. He is – there's a, a a category this year um, for the Stellars uh, for spoken word. It's the first year that we've had spoken word. Well, uh, Marco w- it was nominated also for a Stellar, and uh, he will be there sharing. Damon Golden, it's a whole new division. It's going to be off the chain and you don't want to miss it. So this year you need to send your kids to the Thomas Dorsey convention. Amen. Uh, I love that. I love that. I was going to say that Tony because a lot of you know a lot of people believe that because Thomas Dorsey's convention has been going on for so long they automatically assume that it's a certain age limit. And oh, yeah. uh, I think that that we have to break the bonds of that because uh, if we yeah. if we do yeah. not the, the culture the culture will lose out on the culture will lose out on a pivotal genre of music that you know the kids oh my gosh the kids gotta get I mean it's gospel music it's gospel music and um, it, it needs to be implemented so the, I'm glad that we have our youth part. Going on, you are the man to hook up the Boys and Girls Club with the Thomas Dorsey Convention. It's a real good look. It's a oh, real man, we're good excited. Look. We're excited. <laughs> we're excited. Oh, gosh. I just, wow, Tony, I'm just glad to know you. That's all I can say. <laughs> I want to know. No, how- it's teamwork. I can't wait to work on some of these these upcoming projects with you all. Uh, and yeah. I think that's what we we need to realize. This is this is all about teamwork and relationships. Um uh, that that's what makes this exciting and makes it worthwhile. Um, and and then we're teaching uh, and demonstrating love um, to one another and showing that to our kids as well. How to work together, how to to, to be a collaborator, how to teamwork, all those other things that the arts teaches. Uh, we're demonstrating that uh, even now. Now I still have one one song that I didn't get to play, which is "I Am What God Says I Am." Tell us a little bit about that. I want to make sure that I that I get to play it. Tell us the background behind that song. This this song is called "Obedience Is Better Than Sacrifice." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, you know I what? Like I that. used to not I I used to not want to always have to be the person to work with the kids. At a lot of national conventions, they say, Tony, can you do the kids? Because, you know, they like you, and you're fun, and you're crazy, and you, you jump around. And, and <laughs> so I would always have to come up with children's music. And and so I was obedient, and I just I would do the children's workshops. And the children, and, and that's what's always missing. Uh, let me – I can preach that. From our churches, there, no one takes time to develop our children. 
uh, like they used to. Our children's children's choirs used to have to you had used to have to sing in the children's choir, and that's how you develop. And and let's let's we just um, Whitney Houston is an example. Our churches are known for producing some of the best musicians and singers in the world. Absolutely. And and I even say as it's it's a pedagogy, it's a methodology that when children's choirs grow up singing with the mass choir, which used to be a requirement as well, they learn parts, they get to be featured with this. There's a whole there's that's another conversation. We have to talk about that next time. Uh, but yeah, this song was I created it and wrote it um, um, because I needed some children's music, and and I started writing a whole series of children's songs, and um, then Moret. Um, who was on on my worship team years and years ago when I was a music minister? Um, she she heard it and she's like, "Oh, I like that tune." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is one of them tunes that it came from the heart." But what about my tunes that I spent hours on? Right. <laughs> right. You know, you know, as a musician, I worked a month on this yeah. and every note is uh-huh. right, and right. it's like, "Oh, wait a minute, God, this is the song that that God dropped into my spirit, and that was for ministry." Is the song that won a, won uh, a stellar, which is amazing to me. And God just shows you, okay, you know, this, this has nothing to do with you. You, you have gifts and talents, but you know, this is a little song you dropped in. I dropped into your spirit, and you taught it, and you were obedient. And it's the song that that um, that uh, Marek recorded, and that uh, an artist wanted to record, and that's sung all. It's even sung in Japan. <laughs> there, are, wow. there are kids singing, "I Am" in Japanese, uh, and, and it's. It's just it's just mind boggling. Uh so I am is is my children's song and uh to also encourage kids that God loves them and they they can be all that God says that they can be. Awesome. Well let's hear it right now. It's the music box with national recording artist Tanya Dallas Lewis and we're about to listen to another amazing heartfelt song, even though he didn't put hours and hours into it. <laughs> I know he's small with uh, uh this is on Marit Brown Clark, one of one of her a CD projects, correct? Yes, it's it's on okay. her room. Here we go, here ye it. <laughs> the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. I'm blessed that my parents trained me and my brothers and sister in the way that we should go. And thank God we haven't departed. So I decided that I needed to do the same thing with my son and my daughters. This is Jada Simone Clark. Thank you. Thank you. Sing, baby.
beautiful song indeed, and we come to the close of another show so fast. But, man, I just want to thank Tony Small and my co-host, Logic the Teacher. I want to make sure I give out the website uh, for the Thomas Dorsey Convention. He is the father of gospel music, affectionately known, and like Tony said, the correct, uh, you know, ti- you know, title of the organization is National Convention of Gospel Choirs and Courses. You guys can go online and register and find out about the local chapters, choir chapters in your region, so that you can be a part of what is going to be an amazing time that's going to take place this August. It's www.ncgccinc.com. And if you want more information, just go to my website, TanyaDallasLewis.com, or follow me on Twitter, and I'll tell you even more at Tanya D. Lewis. That's Tanya with an A. You guys, thank you so much, Tony. I've got to have you back again. Just no, no doubt. Oh, excited to be here. Excited to join <laughs> you all. God bless you. Um, God there's bless a child you. that you can reach. Go reach. There you That's go. There you go. Well, I always make sure that I end my broadcast with these three words. If you haven't heard these words today, hear them from me. I love you. You guys be blessed. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Friday special edition of the Music Box. Logic the Teacher, did you have anything you wanted to say? Shout out to all my Walmart brothers and sisters. <laughs> have a good night on Friday. Oh, you know you know what? I I, I I know it's the end of the show, but I have to play the shout out song. Okay. You want to hear? It's shout out time. <laughs> <laughs> it's shout-out time right here on Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Here we it's go. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time with Tanya Dallas-Lewis. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time right here on the music box. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time with Tanya Dallas-Lewis. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time right here on the music box. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time with Tanya Dallas-Lewis. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time right here on the music box. Who listened on a Friday evening Marvin, a Friday evening? Really? Friday. Blowing it up I love it I know, I know So again, just just to uh, t- Man, you guys The archive of the show will be available Immediately after the show And again, I told Dr. Moyer And I meant it from every show From now to August and beyond I will be promoting the Thomas Dorsey Convention uh, again, uh, the organization's correct name is National Convention of Gospel Choirs and Choruses, uh, but it's affectionately known as the Thomas Dorsey uh, Convention. You guys do me a favor. Marvin, I'm going to ask them to do this for me. I don't know if they're going to do it or not, but I right. think they should Google Thomas Dorsey tonight. Look him up. He's on Wikipedia. Matter of fact, there is a documentary available uh, that you watch that I need to see um, about him. Great Yep, say amen, somebody. It was a good. Do- it was a great documentary. I am a history buff, and I love it. And I mean, just because Black History Month was over two days ago, Black History is. If if McDonald's says Black History is three hundred sixty-five <laughs> days, and they make the black folks, you know, uh, bigger and bigger by the second, and unhealthier and healthier by the second. Look, we should believe it. Three hundred sixty-five days, Black History Month we exists. Should. Go out we and find should. out. The black I agree, and McDonald's can't claim that, which they do, and, and 
Logic knows that that's my pet peeve with them. We celebrate Black History Month all 365 days a year. Make sure I'm telling you by telling you that this. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Well, you all have a great week. And again, thank you. We'll see you next Wednesday, actually, on RejoiceAmericaRadio.org. Tune in for the all music format of the Music Box. And then, of course, the Blog Talk Show on Thursday night. Uh, that's Thursday at 8 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. I love you guys. And Logic, I love you too. Yeah, and look forward, you guys, out to um, Dr. Moyer's um, in- interview. is coming soon. Me and Tanya went and bothered him for some questions mm-hmm. too. Look out for that. That's coming to coming soon. Stay locked to the music box. All right. Y'all have a great night. Love y'all. Bye-bye.